0: The real dope on dope. Since I was talking about the weed man, herb man, and I talk about drugs a lot, inequality of drug treatment and everything like that, you know. But we uh, need to take a look at the dope, the real dope on dope. Now, we know we got an opioid crisis. Box, which is that's pretty much made by the pharmaceutical company before that you had heroin, and uh it's all come from the same plant, even the opioids, even the synthetic opioids that they make is derived on the theory of on the basis of these plants the uh seeds or I forgot the name of the seeds but anyway, it's how they make um opioid. I didn't make heroin. Um from heroin, you know, people don't think of the opioids as the same, but they actually the very same thing as the uh, uh, based on that. So we gotta look at uh cocaine. Cocaine extracted from the coca plant. Uh used naturally. I mean just like uh The seeds from the poppy, take those seeds, boil them down and drink that, make it out of a tea, you get uh, psychoactive, psychotic events, you know, and I'm sure they use that in spiritual, uh, religious ceremony or spiritual ceremony. That's not even going to say spiritual, uh, religious ceremony, just spiritual ceremonies where they're communicating with nature or whatever. I just got high off it one day. Experience, but some of these drugs they make I don't know where they derive from. Like Elleville. I had a wife who was on Elleville, Oh fuck! Anytime I wanted, this was early, uh, before '90s, before I would left and went to Alaska, before I got my shit together, because I used to just blank out and I would want to sleep. And fucking sleep forever. I just just needed days to pass. And uh, I had no hope for nothing. For a few days at least there was a hope of something. So I would just take one of her fucking pills and just zonk out for days. Didn't move, didn't do nothing. Slept. Wake up. And that pill was so fucking strong. And I took, I think, less than a half. Uh, She would take a whole pill and fucking go to sleep. Wake up like it was shit. But... That was some strong fucking narcotics. And, you know, a lot of things derive from um, that poppy plant. Now, you got to look at crack. Crack come from the um, coca plant. Uh, basically, it was grown down in South America. Uh, opioids could be grown anywhere in Mexico, uh, fucking Afghanistan, a lot of places. <laughs> and, uh, so the heroin, heroin can come in from anywhere. Now, we know about the, the, the dens the Asians ran, you know, the opioid dens. That's all it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got to get the name of that. And um, there wasn't uh, uh, cocaine then. There wasn't smoking crack, there was smoking fucking opioids. And uh, it it was actually addicting a lot of people back then, too. You know, early in Europe and China and shit. I don't know if China outbanned it, but I know Europe, they tried to outband it and then they uh, took control of it. But cocaine was a different story. Uh, Cocaine wasn't widely used. Everybody knew about cocaine. It was one of them party drugs that they dropped in the disco era. Uh, Even before then, they was using it as medicine in in Coca-Cola. Different products you buy had fucking cocaine in it. Uh, That's why a lot of people drank Coca-Cola back then. Uh, Gave them a fucking buzz, a good buzz. But... Cocaine been around a while. Um, the use of it as medicine been around for a while. Now, the natives themselves, or wherever the indigenous people who the cocoa leaves grew around, or grew around, or historically grew around, used them as medicine Toothache, different things, the ailments. Something hurt them; they they're chewing a coca leaf. You know, if that didn't fix them, and knew it was something serious, they had to look into other medicines. Home, home uh, what they call it, natural medicine, now, uh, alternative fucking medicine, that's what they call it, now, but they, not, you know, they use it for medicine, different things, and there was a lot of abuse of it back then, too, uh, fucking, few of the so-called scholars and, uh, genius people was addicted to fucking drugs, now, Let's jump up to the early age today. We got uh opioids and we got the uh crack. I don't think heroin out there is much. Uh, opioids are much cleaner drugs, more powerful and so they could get that as substitute as the and substitute as the uh heroin and shoot it up, smoke it up or do whatever they need to do. And I think I don't know. I don't deal with it because there's limited ways. The only way I know of uh, heroin was to smoke it and or shoot it, you know, and, oh, uh, I think it snorted up too, but I wasn't a drug user, all I observed was the things that happened once people did use these drugs, so, but anyway, we know, it, we started calling them druggies, and Dauphine, the book by Donald Gomes, show fucking idea, picture of it, what it was like, uh, doing uh the heroin heydays that's if we call it that but you got uh you've got these heroin heroin was bad then all of a sudden crack jump in now peel use there always was people who used peel peel poppers you know the pep peels the different kind of peels that they used you know As I was coming up, you know about pills, Uh, when I was in high school, they had the mollies and different things. Uh, Going out of the military, they had the mollies still around and a couple of other pills. I just didn't do pills. Uh, I had no effect on pills and and actually I didn't do a lot of drugs, didn't even try them because I was pretty much afraid of um, what drugs would do to me and lose control of anything my mind especially on drugs because my dad's brother was on drugs and my dad hated drugs and one thing I wanted to do in life was please my dad or not ever have him angry with me and his brother was on drugs you know did a lot of shit on drugs so you know that was one thing he was fucking totally against and you know he let you know but the thing is drugs been around a while heroin been around a while and then here come uh, uh the new version of cocaine and in the disco area is the powder they're doing powder you know it's a, a rich man drug you know with, you know rich man afford every fucking drug they have even in uh if you had money They made it available even in uh, not rich. If you had money, let's say uh, in cowboy days when them women used to drink that shit. was that? Opioid shit? (laughs) But they have medicine. But it was for, they used it for a lot of things. But up to this day, you got the opioids and you got the crack. Now we know how opioids came about. You know, pretty much the ones they're using now is pretty much pharmaceutical shit. Uh, they try to blame a lot of shit on Mexico and other places where it's coming in. China it's coming from to uh, uh, kill the American public. But, you know, that shit you got to think is in here. Because when they met, was, and meth is still going on in a lot of areas, Uh going on is, you know, it's these white people who's making meth and doing meth you know, making these little fucking labs, <laughs> and they don't, I'm not, I'm not sure how in the hell they do it, now. I'm sure they're still making it, but they got to get these pills from somewhere else, you know, they're not just coming up with these little laboratories, uh, just like they got coming up with these illegal farms in these legal states for marijuana, uh, and they find a lot of those, but, crack cocaine, cocaine, Let's just say cocaine, because cocaine started coming into the fucking uh, black community. I mean, you know, and it was powder. You know, it wasn't the government who gave us crack. It was these scientific old black men who came up with different ways of smoking and shit. And um, I guess, you know, when Richard Pryor burned up, it became um, really known. But, one thing I got to say about cocaine, and you know, it's the Oliver Naught thing, and it was the Ronald Reagan thing, and you know, it just don't line up, you know, the dates. Yeah, Ronald Reagan had his Oliver Knott, and I don't even think Reagan was fucking even knowing about the shit, because the shit probably was going on before him. And Oliver Nott was already in the military in that position or in a position higher. Uh when this ship when he slipped up into another position to get this job, get that job by uh contacting the contra and working on deals to get cocaine over here. And the cocaine they were just stealing from uh the people and or oh, either making it themselves. Anyway. We know cocaine and powder form was dropped in the fucking black neighborhood. Um, Was it a stigma? No. Uh, The only thing we knew that, okay, now we could afford some powder. Uh, The powder started coming. And, you know, I I do remember pie and powder. Little 20-cent pouches of powder. Nice little pouch. And, like, whoa, okay. Snorted up at first. It was good, you know. but then, you know, you know, that powder, you know, it's good when you're sitting up with your woman and you snort a little bit and you uh, want to go to get a little freaky state with it. Yeah, And, and that's what, you know, we had become accustomed to powder uh, being, you know, you go dance all night, just here, snorting powder. Then after, you know, you finish partying, the night don't end, it still go on. And I mean, even the fact I worked in the French Quarter with the shit, you know. But that was after, uh, the powder era. But, let's say Reagan, Reagan just took the hot seat. Reagan was in there for 80 years. I think from 81 to, um, 87, 81. He he was in there for two terms. Now, the thing about crack, and it's the Oliver Norton and they try to put the thing in it that it was only ran from the year '84 or something to '85, but that's not right. And you know, events in my life usually are—I can recall them by dates. Now, I know when I got out of the military in 1979 of August crack was already on the streets in New Orleans and that wasn't fucking Ronald Reagan presidency that was Jimmy Carter but people don't want to talk about that shit uh opioids yeah we know Pharmaceutical companies went out of their way to get uh, America hooked on that drug because hey, heroin was just a bad name, you know. But it was the pills, you know, and they got hooked on those pills. And the best way to make, you know, and they never thought in terms of this addict. The best way to, once you're broke and low on funds and you need the dope anyway, is to extend it. And extended with by smoking it, which gives you a deeper effect and a longer effect, or either uh, help you, sp- you're able to split it up and take twice, or take it twice as opposed to once. I mean, fucking addicts think like that. But it was pharmaceutical company who, boom, dropped that in the doctor's lap. A pharmaceutical company wasn't alone doing this. Uh, and they do it with all this medication, you know, and find out you don't really need half the fucking medication they prescribing to you because it's going to fuck you up. You're going to get some kind of side effects hooked on or, or what from it. Uh, and you stop, like a lot of the psychology, psychi- psychiatric medicine, you use that shit, you know, you got to wait until your body get used to this shit. Once your body gets used to it, what's the first thing they fucking say? You can't just get off it because it's going to fuck you up. It's just psychiatric effect. But at the same time, this medicine working on you in a way that's, gonna, that's mellowing you out and keeping you a little numb to things. And um, it's for the greater good, really. I mean, because they'd rather have you a quiet, contributing member to, of society than a one who's rowdy. And, you know, why do they give people medicine? Hell, of, I know for a lot of different reasons, but... Most people who take these psychiatric medicines don't really need them um, They need to face uh, The real facts of what's really going on In this world, in this country So We got um, The crack mm, Crack just broke up some fucking neighborhoods And I'm telling you Everybody want to blame the Republican. Look, I'm not a party person. I've been voting from the time I was 18, was old enough to vote, and I voted. And I tried to register not as a Republican or a Democrat. I'm like, you know, I don't want to register as one of those. Well, you got to pick a party. I'm like, but why? Well, you just got to pick a party so you could vote in the primaries. Um okay. But the thing was it didn't allow you and a lot of states are still like that you gotta pick one or the other. And they don't give you the option of another party. Or just saying, Look, I'm not either one, put me on uh the side of both, send me the information because that's really what you're doing, judging both sides as opposed to either or and they try to make you stick with one side, I'm a Republican or a Democrat, so when you go to the fucking ballot booth, you know, you're gonna pick the line items, the the line ticket, you know, whole Republican ticket or the whole Democratic ticket, and I was never like that, so I was always one that actually had to keep up with what was going on in politics, and local too, because no matter where I was, I voted locally, Um, because I tend to become, if I'm at a place very long, more than six months, I'm going to become a member of that community, I think. (laughs) move on to the next one. But, the drugs in this country, we know who bring them in. Military, don't matter. This government that bring them in, and it's pretty much been like that for a while, yeah, I mean, you know, anytime there were independents bringing it in, just like, let's say, up in St. Bernard Parish, you know, we know a lot of fucking dope come in there, uh, right down there at the mouth of the river, right in the Gulf, you know, and they fly over a lot of, uh, uh dope, weed, cocaine, and drop it right there in them swamps, and the fucking law enforcement, them pick it up, <laughs> and, uh, we know who do drugs. Now somebody else could come in there, mainly if your ass bark, because the blacks live in a certain area of violence, scattered all over, but you know, not too much. And they are uh, not allowed to sell fucking drugs. You know, they're allowed to use them, maybe get arrested occasionally and da-da-da-da-da-da. But they're not allowed to sell fucking drugs. And anytime somebody come in there... Especially from out of New Orleans, calls itself setting up shop. Then they find, police find out fast and shut them down fast. And you hear about it on the news, and that'd be their drug bust. While at the same time, the um, rest of the drugs, heroin, the fentanyl pill, (laughs) the marijuana bills of it, you know, come in through the plane, and it's the sheriff who controls it. And, you know, pretty much they know this or they control a good portion of it because a lot of that shit's just not coming in there. That's an entryway and it's not guarded at all. You got the Coast Guard out there, but fuck, how many of them been paid to do shit? That's military, that's government. So, real dope on hope is that we always look for blame. But never go directly to who should be blamed. Um, and once we find out who's to blame, who gives a fuck who's to blame, we know it was an entity that deliberately dropped shit in the neighborhood in our world and fucked it up. In the Chicano world, too. Fucking, it happened on the Indian reservation. But they somehow kept that shit out of the suburbs, huh? No, yeah, they did. Cause they let their little suburb addicts go to the city and do that shit. And when they got caught in the city with it, they got a little slap on the wrist and told them, Get your ass home. You should know better. That's only until they got caught a certain amount of time. But the ways the laws have always been applied have been kind of fucked up and we know them. Um... Again, I got to say, uh, I know the best weed around was always handled by the white boys. <laughs> if I couldn't get to know them, I got to know the closest thing, the one who bought it from them. Oh, in Clem Clay the one who bought it from the one who bought them from the white boys. Meaning they're getting it from out of state. But uh I think uh, drugs can be around a while. Been around a while. Alcohol. But see, the thing is, you know, they're demonizing the wrong drug. The marijuana. It ain't going to have you fucked up like that other shit. They got so many ways of using marijuana, too, you know, now. You don't have to smoke it. Uh, they don't let you know but you need to go take your trip to a legal state and go inside that motherfucker inside one of these damn dispensaries where they got the pretty faces the white folks selling the shit now youngsters smile at you and want to tip you bastards you're getting fucking outrageous money now but drugs and this country has always been used to make us another slave and kill us, harm us, break down our community, family. And we're always looking for somebody to blame. Reagan did it. Oliver North done it. Who was doing the heroin before them? Police. But before the police caught it. And they make a big movie about this Bumpy James shit. You know? All the shit that was coming into this country, he's just one fucking man. So why would they make a movie about him? To demonize that shit, to show you. You fucked up on your own drugs, and they, you want this blacks who always fucked up on them. Our community get broke now. On these drugs and stuff. So it was Bumpy Jane, or Bumpy who Bumpy William, whatever he was. I think Clarence William third played his part. But, you know, in the movie Gangster. But the thing is, you know, he was just one of them, and he took that out of the hands of the fucking New York Syndicate, <laughs> the, uh, the Italians, and the police, you know, so. You know, I mean, drugs was coming in the neighborhood, but they make a movie about him bringing drugs in the neighborhood simply because he was a black man. And that's a way of demonizing. A way of demonizing a black man in reference to what, what he done to the community. I mean, damn. They had them black protesting against him, but he also helped the community. He didn't take money out of the community. All He didn't take it. He distributed that money back into the community. He provided jobs to the community. And now, you know, I'm going to say all kinds of shit, but you know, I don't give a fuck. Because that's what they're doing with weed now. And soon they're going to be doing that with heroin. That's what they do with opioids. And my line, half the motherfuckers who get them opioids don't even use them. <laughs> they go out there and sell them bitches. Uh, I ain't saying nothing nobody don't know already. But the drug thing ain't nothing but a game. And they continuously use to keep poor people down. Um, and Usually in the neighborhoods or those so-called high crime neighborhoods where 5% of the People there had been tagged the criminals. And the other 95% law abiding, but got to suffer the police brutality, rage, stigma, abuse, simply because they live in a neighborhood and look like what they deem a criminal. But, <clears throat> oh boy, that was a good one. Everybody's a criminal, though. So at that point. So uh I, I had my little piece of joint here. Real dope on dope is. Government is the biggest dope dealer. Government is the biggest dope regulator. Government is the biggest tax collector off fucking dope. And you know, even even back in the day when they started outlawing marijuana, they didn't outlaw marijuana per se They outlawed the sale of it, and the fact that they couldn't tax it. But once they started getting, you know, news, these uppity people got news that, you know, your children smoking that fucking dope, too. And it's not so bad. And then they start coming out and say, well, you know, I smoke a little bit. I tried it, you know. uh, Obama tried it. Clinton Oh, they motherfuckers in their drug war. So, when Nancy Reagan came into office talking about just say no, she was for real. They had no fucking idea. Because Reagan wasn't the president, (laughs) Nancy Reagan was, and she was fucking stone serious. But the shit. Was going on before they got in there. Because she said that shit threw out her fucking whole turn. So I'm saying. If they didn't start to 81. And the shit coming in. Under the government watch. a president's watch. It was coming in under Jimmy Carter's watch. <laughs> right or wrong. Fucking peanut for He probably got some of that shit planted on his place probably smoke, but it's a law, it's something they use to criminalize, and of all the drugs, nicotine, fucking, um, these psychiatric medicines, these fucking pain medicines, even the mild ones, they all are controlled by the government, and, you know, people might say, you know, well, the government should control it. Mm-hmm. Okay Control it fairly You know uh, The marijuana in these states Didn't become legal until people just Started saying fuck it man You know um, And they started voting on the shit And It's a little more I don't know if they call it liberal Out here Liberal I guess means open for change When you're open for change That means you're sitting back and thinking about things Uh, One way of sitting back thinking about things is fresh air, outdoor environments, which they have a lot of out here, and maybe smoking a little gun instead of drinking wine or sipping champagne. But, uh, so the liberalism, I guess, comes from them being a little open and already dealing with marijuana. Um. the uh, extent that they started voting on different things, decriminalizing it, you know what I mean you're not going to jail for this much and this much and this much. Not even worrying about where it comes from. Uh but they're usually taking it and make you dump it or whatever. You know, so that's still you don't want to get caught with it. And still you're criminal when you get caught with this. You could drive with a bottle of fucking liquor. it's, it's not open, mm. even if it's open and you're not Smelling like alcohol, can pass a sobriety test, you're good. So, uh, uh, bottle of pills. Your name on the script, hey, you got it. I don't give a fuck where you got it from. I don't care how old this strip is. <laughs> Your name on that bike, so you could get it. You know, heroin and all these other things, yeah, you know, you got to be a little more careful because uh, some you still could get that. Heroin a lot cheaper than you could get a fucking opioid pill. An opioid pills tend to run you twenty dollars a hit, depends on the pill, and then you could uh, break it. Down. I don't know, but I guess you could break it down into a couple of or share the needle or whatever. Get you a real good fucking hit, and know you're gonna not gonna uh, OD off of no fentanyl. Uh, but then again, you don't know because when these people get these pills and trade them off to the doctor, who's the city? Oh, look, I'll buy these from Somebody come along. Get him some fucking pills that's, you know, have had casually put together by some damn body out there. I don't know. I don't use them, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I think government gonna start regulating that shit. But they, what I mean is, so that people could use them and abuse them. It's kinda there is a sort of regulation in it now because you know the opioid users who seem to be not call addicts and are dying by accident as opposed to overdose, a willing, you know, needle in their arm, overdose, Uh, and they're blaming it on fentanyl and other things, but, and that may be, you know, a big campaign all over the country now that one fentanyl, you never know what it takes or don't, Uh, but anyway, if you do OD, they got these fucking things, not just they distributing out that, You know, you don't even have to use them. Just go to one of these and pick up a couple of them, so that if you know somebody or with somebody who OD, uh, hit them in, uh, with this shit, I guess it's some kind of adrenaline and get their heart going again. Um, so they're supplying these shit free. And crack. Crack still left the flustered flounder in the neighborhood um, these people still are treated like criminal as opposed to addicts and this is something the government say here compliments of us and they demonize it along with marijuana and uh, the pills because at first they wasn't charging the doctors or anybody or uh, the pharmaceutical company they were charging actually the people one that the people who say they're selling these pills. Oh, you sold these pills to them and they died? Boom, you're in jail. Going after like a low-level dealer saying they taking what's been prescribed and not acknowledging that people been fucking taking their prescription. And after maybe a couple of those, then they started, look, we can't do that. Pharmaceutical company got to be held accountable. And they started holding pharmaceutical company up. And they had this big old lawsuit. Lawsuit come nowhere near the money they made off of this bullshit. Peddling it. And did they peddle it? No, the doctors peddle it. They promised doctors. Look, Lillian was in the medical uh, field. She was a cardiovascular nurse. Uh, One of them counter nurses who actually looked, did all the got the people together, did their tests, made sure everything was together so the doctor could take a good look at their heart with all this information. That was Lillian's job. She was good at it. Now, she had, uh, you know, when was, I started going to the doctor, and they started warning me about this. And actually, it was even before that, because she would come home uh, certain days of the week with meals, like fucking good meals from some restaurants I couldn't afford to work yeah. or oh, uh, uh, eat on a not on a regular basis, not on a once a fucking week, but it was different old nice, nice fucking restaurants, and it would buy. These pharmaceutical companies, salespeople, would buy, would send out these people out to doctors, get in there, start talking to the doctor, let me buy you in your office lunch, and they would spread them out sometimes, pizza, like, I ain't talking about no cheap bucket pizzas either, I'm talking about some good shit, so they would bring all this shit home. Uh, then explain to me how they got it, it was the pharmaceutical companies coming in there to sell the doctor's own pills, they give the doctor's, uh, these free samples, to try it on, on patients, patient opinion and stuff, ask them how they like it because they really don't give a fuck about the patient because they're pushing this shit on almost untested or another version of another product. Uh, and they're trying to grab this product from this pharmaceutical company. So it's that kind of battle and they're going to these doctors. And plus they're trying to push pills now. Medicine's not like it used to be. It's not old medicine now. I ain't talking about no witch doctor medicine with the cocaine and the goddamn Coca-Cola. Even if you go back, jump back a little further than that, back to the days when they actually uh, did a lot of this herbal medicine. Man was better off. I mean, because, you know, if we take it away from, when I go back to ancient man, we know ancient man didn't have the disease. Like modern man had, because ancient man actually lived in climates that were more tendency to be open instead of enclosed environments like caves and stuff, uh, where the humidity from the uh, body itself, you know, uh respiration and whatever will accelerate disease. Uh, you know, make disease evolve inside these places like this. So with the fresh air. There was no disease, so simple things uh, could be treated with uh, 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 herbs and different uh, home remedies, home remedies, what they call now. But it pretty much was herbal medicine, it was part of nature. So, you know, up to the day, you know. Here's l Lily say, Well, you know, that's how they do it medicine now. Instead of doctors being doctors, doctors pushing pills now. I'm like, really? And, you know, she laid it all out. Pharmaceutical companies come there, uh, talk to a doctor, usually a pretty little girl, or if it's a woman doctor, a handsome dude, young dude, and they didn't know the fucking doctors in, in plain them. And they were coming there buy the office, fucking nice lunch, whether they bought something or not, because it was going to be a running uh, uh, thing with them. You got to work them and show them. Try a couple of them. Try just a couple of the products and have uh, uh, the patients, you know, know that they're a new product Could I want you to try, but assume the doctor know about these pills already and not knowing the doctor just pushing these out there to see, maybe curious to see what would happen, but also at the same time, would because uh, usually the shit with blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medicine, something that scared the fuck out of your wit, and that's been historically di- diabetes medicine, you know, Uh insulin. Oh fuck, when they started people on insulin, it was fucked up because once you get on that shit, you can't come off of it. So. they pushing these pills, and then they're not only doing that, they're sending doctors to classes, briefings, seminars, and everything else to tell them about these different pills, just like this shit was on TV. Uh, what's that about the pill pusher that Tom Hanks played? Just like that. Bring them all down and, you know, have these conventions and stuff, and yesterday, you know, give them a prep talk. Uh, now, on the other side, they did that for the salesmen, too. The top salesmen, district salesmen, top salesmen in this area. As long as they're pushing these pills, you know, and then they increase the uh, dosage and make them better. And we got these to combat these. Just going to make them uh, not feel the effects. Don't worry about addiction because they're not even prone to addiction on these medicines. That was a pharmaceutical company. And that was the doctors. And the doctors been going to school for pills or different things. The doctor hadn't gone. They go to school for medicine to know the body. Um, I think they also go to schools for more for cause and reaction in the body. Do they really study disease or the body on a whole as a disease? No, I think they look at it in the. As a surgical thing. A mechanic. And you don't get the respect of your body. As opposed to getting the respect. Of a mechanic working on a car. So. They're looking at you as a. Piece of machine. That could be manipulated. Repaired. And you know sometimes it takes different things. To try out on this machine. But the pills turn out to be. Okay they Take your blood pressure now. Goodness gracious with a miracle drug. But then at the same time, it fucks up your liver or kidney. Now we got to peel for that. Stop flushing that liver, kidney out. But then again, that fucks up your, uh, what they call that, the pancreas. Ah, God damn, you know what we got for that pancreas? We're going to have to give you some insulin shots. It's going to balance that out, you know. Fuck if I know how. Because medicine, all, instead of taking that medicine from you, that's hurting you. You know. And then they don't know really how that medicine working on your heart <laughs> yet. So, medicine became an art for these doctors they sit you down they call you in an the office and they and you know even it's a standard thing now people talk about uh on a commercial uh even when they're selling medicine consult your doctor let your doctor know well should my fucking doctor know already taking this medicine I mean I'm not getting it from nowhere but my doctor <laughs> so fucking doctor game, ain't shit, doctors, they fucking heroes, and they couldn't even save you from Corona, if they ain't had enough respirators to go around, and even when the pills came out, fucking doctors, instead of telling their patients, Who been home all that time. Hey why don't you just stay on home. Let's get these people. Essential workers. Nah. Doctors ordered and ordered. Order a whole bunch. What you got a cousin in Pasadena. Yeah fucking right. Tell them come up here to San Diego. Down to San Diego. Up to San Francisco. That's how that shit was going. So. Thing is. We are. Use medicine. It's another power tool. Whoever control it, whoever could afford it. And even the illicit drugs. Even the best fucking legal drugs. <laughs> yeah, no. And we know a man with a fucking twenty thousand dollars a year budget can't nowhere near afford the fucking shit. A man with a hundred thousand dollars year budget, fifty on up, fifty thousand on up. So the real dope on dope is government always controls the shit, and now they taxing our ass over. It. <laughs> Later.